hello, my friends. <laughs> I am reporting to you live from New York City. <laughs> I um, was here for a three-day coaching conference, which was amazing. And I'm staying at this cute little hotel called The Public. Apparently, it's a vibe. Um, <laughs> didn't know that when I, uh, initially booked, but it's been a great time and they have a really cute setup here. I just, I guess I didn't prepare myself for New York city style living. Like it's so small <laughs> and compact and whew, maybe I was in the South too long. I just don't get why the toilet is in the shower, <laughs> but outside of that honestly it's really cute and i do like this place and the bed is really really comfortable it's actually where i'm recording from right now um <laughs> but uh yeah i just wanted to give y'all a little update i got to see one of my best friends since like sixth grade and um we hung out last night and yeah it's a little bit of an update on my life but Today, I wanted to talk to y'all about a little concept I don't really have a name for, <laughs> but something that I've been noticing among my clients again, um, which is just the crux of it is that as humans, we're always seeking something, seeking or avoiding something biologically, that's how we're wired. Um, and we're wired to seek pleasure and avoid pain, which ultimately are just feelings. And so rephrased, anything we do, we're either seeking a certain feeling or avoiding a certain feeling. And this information is powerful because ultimately we are in control of our feelings. We can create any feeling that we want to. We can process any feeling that we don't. So it can move through our bodies, move through our systems, and we can make ourselves available to feel the feelings that we do want to feel. So with that, and the method of thought work that I teach is that we can think any thought about any situation, any circumstance out there. And that thought is what creates our feelings. Um, and our feelings create our actions and our actions create our results. So ultimately, ultimately, our thinking is what creates our results. But here, I'm just stopping at the F line, just stopping with the feelings. Just getting there is really, really powerful. And having the awareness of what you're doing or trying to do or not trying to do um, and how that's influencing your feelings, your mood and your behavior. So um, just as an example, I feel like I've been using work as an example a lot, but it's what my clients are bringing to me. Um, <laughs> but let's say you have a job that you don't like the work, you don't like the people that you work with, you don't believe that you're being compensated enough for the work that you're doing kind of all these like checks on the cons list 
um, and you stay, even though you're upset, even though you're angry, even though you're frustrated, even though you're anxious, even though you dread going to work every day, because you believe that that job <clears throat> is what's providing you safety or security uh, because of the paycheck that it provides, the consistency of the paycheck. And knowing that, knowing that what you're really, really looking for is that feeling of safety or that feeling of certainty, you can create that for yourself outside of the ways that it's been traditionally created for you. So I'm not saying that everybody needs to quit their job and become an entrepreneur. No, that is not what I'm getting at. What I am getting at is that money can come from a lot of different ways and money doesn't necessarily mean safety. You can have a whole bunch of money in the bank and still not feel safe or still not feel certain or still think it's not enough or you need more or something's going to happen. And that's not because of the number. Even, I mean, go around, ask like 10 people what number they consider safety in their bank account. Like what number is like, all right, I'm good. It's going to be different for everybody. And that's that's because money itself, it's neutral. It doesn't provide safety. It's just what we think about it, what the level of um, faith and trust that we put in it over ourselves. So that's where we're like, okay, if I have this number or if I get this paycheck or if this happens, then I'll be able to feel safe. But no, your safety is actually coming from what you're making that money mean. So when you understand that and know that you can create safety regardless like hey i got this much in savings i can start looking for jobs i know that even if worse comes to worse i can stay with a friend stay with a parent um you know whatever even when your mind goes to that worst case scenario place letting yourself know that like even if that happens i'll still be safe i'll still be good and that that process of creating that safety for yourself frees you up to make clearer more powerful decisions because you're not staying in the job because you feel like you need to or because you feel like it's what's providing you safety you're staying in the job if you so choose because you actually want to so if you really do want to leave your job but you're staying for the money because the money is providing you safety you can leave <laughs> you can create money in many different ways you can create safety in many different ways and when you understand that biologically your brain your body is trying to align with a certain feeling it's seeking out a certain feeling in this case that safety that that uh, certainty when you create it in other ways your body is satiated your brain is satiated enough to clear some space for you to make other decisions more freely and um and in the same coin you may also be avoiding a feeling so maybe thinking like oh well if i don't have this specific job or this specific paycheck because i had this specific title or i've been here for x amount of years or um, everybody thinks this is the best job ever, you know, whatever the case may be, you may be trying to avoid the feelings of like fear or shame or anxiety <clears throat> by staying in a certain position um, or staying wherever you really are. But the the kicker about this is that 
Usually when you're trying really, really hard to avoid a certain feeling, you're already feeling it. So when you're like, oh my God, I can't do that. It'll be like so scary or I'll be so anxious or I'll be mad at myself or like whatever. You're usually already feeling that feeling, the fear, the anxiety, the shame, the anger, the whatever it is ahead of time. Really because you're like thinking about how you would like think and feel in that situation. So even though the situation hasn't happened yet, you're still feeling those feelings ahead of time. And that again speaks to how your thoughts create your feelings and not the actual situation, not the actual circumstance creating your feelings. So with that information, you can understand how or why you're avoiding certain things because you're you're scared of feeling a feeling but that's why that's why this work is so important because it teaches you how to actually feel your feelings how to actually allow them without resistance without judge without judgment and process them through your body it allows you to learn how to complete your stress cycles and ultimately lower your cortisone levels, lower your stress levels over time. <clears throat> so how do you process a feeling? <clears throat> and it's different for everybody. There's no like one way to do it. But the idea is to connect back to your body. So you want to maybe put your hand on your heart Put your hand on your stomach, put your hand on your legs, put your hands anywhere where you feel a lot of emotion or you wherever feels right for you. And you can close your eyes and you can close your eyes and ask yourself some questions. So things like, what am I feeling right now? And describe the actual physical sensations in your body. Something like, I feel a lump in my throat. I feel tightness in my chest. I feel heaviness on my shoulders. I feel chills on my arm. I feel like a turning in my stomach. Um, I feel pins and needles in my legs. Like, you know, whatever it is, like just allow yourself to explore what you feel. Um, And when you get first started, it can even be helpful to be in a position that grounds you. So like just sitting, just sitting down, back straight, feet on the floor, something like that where you could see like I feel my butt on the chair like I feel the pressure points I feel the cushion I feel the heart I feel my feet on the floor um I'm connected with the earth like you know whatever gets you back to it so you can see like starting with initial sensations and feelings like on your actual physical body and then the physical sensations that are in your body that you may not be able to see or notice just by looking. Um, So by asking yourself these questions, you get better and better at, um, at feeling your feelings and understanding what's going on in your body. And if you don't get it the first time, it's totally okay. And if you're scared of it, you can literally set a timer for 30 seconds. And when I say scared of it, I mean scared of the feeling like overwhelming you or overtaking you or feeling like like you can't allow it because you won't get anything else done side note that's resistance 
And it really only takes 90 seconds to process an emotion, but you don't even have to start out with 90. You can start out with 30 seconds. Just set a timer and allow yourself to feel, allow it to wash over you. And when the timer goes off, you can stop if you want to. So in my book, everybody has 30 seconds. You got more, but you can start with 30 seconds to dedicate to this. But um, yes, anyway, continuing with how to process the emotion. So you're asking yourself questions. um, What does it feel like in my body? You want to describe it, like describe it as if you're talking to like an alien that doesn't understand the human experience, like isn't really aware. So um, talking about like, is it big or is it small? Does it have a shape? Is it moving? Is it stationary? Um, Is it oscillating? Is it, you know, whatever? Does it have a color? Does it have a smell? Does it have um, any physical qualities? Is it changing at all as you're going through this process? Um, Really just asking yourself a bunch of questions and getting curious about what this feeling feels like in your body. If you'd like, you can name it. So this feels like um, pressure on my chest, a constriction, butterflies in my tummy, um, a tightness all over my body, just like a constraint. To me, that's anxiety. Um, So even just naming it like, okay, this is anxiety. I hear you. I see you. I let you. I let you have your moment. I let you be here. And even that process is just letting yourself feel so it has so it has the opportunity to be heard um, so it can truly pass instead of getting buried back down in a box. Um, But another question, kind of like the final question that I like to ask my feelings, um, if I'm truly trying to process and not just trying to identify, I ask if you have a message for me say it now or what would you tell me what do you want to tell me and usually i get um a lot of good information for myself and my clients from that question so i offer that to you as well Um, but ultimately in this process it's really just taking time to slow down enough to notice what's going on in your body and when you allow yourself that time with a, without the resistance, the and resistance is the, oh, I shouldn't be feeling like this. It's a problem to feel like this. This feeling is going to overtake my life, so I have to get rid of it. All of that, or even denying that you even have the feeling, um, trying to like make it go away really quick without even like acknowledging it or like noticing it and then trying to like just switch out of it quickly like oh god i'm angry so i shouldn't be angry so let me just like go to mcdonald's and get a happy meal because that'll make me happy like no it won't that's like that's what we call buffering where we do something to feel something else to try and avoid another feeling um so that example overeating definitely is a buffer over eating over drinking over smoke over anything really can be a buffer but anyway when you actually are able to feel your feelings 
when you're able to truly allow them to be there without giving them a social hierarchy or a feelings hierarchy like this one's better than this one and it's good to feel this one and it's bad to feel this one and if you just like understand that they're all part of it all of it there's no like good quote-unquote good emotions or quote-unquote bad emotions positive or negative it is all of it um one of my clients actually came up with this analogy um for how to look at this uh or how to see quote-unquote positive and negative emotions as all necessary and all part of the puzzle and it's it's thinking about it like a battery and a battery has both positive and negative sides to it but we don't look at one side like oh that's the good side and that's the bad side it's just like no that's just how it works to allow the um electricity to move through it i don't really know how bad she was a scientist but um both sides are necessary both sides are needed they're each a part of the puzzle and you if you had just one the battery wouldn't work so same with you and your emotions like all emotions are part of the human experience and experiencing that experiencing them is also part of the experience it doesn't mean anything good or bad positive or negative about you it's just an experience that you're having and when you accept that as your reality and allow yourself to truly feel your feelings god you have you got the keys to the universe because ultimately back to what i mentioned in the beginning we're always either seeking or avoiding a feeling and when you're willing to feel anything and also have the tools to decide how you want to feel on purpose like honestly unstoppable unfuckwithable like that is that is the key and um kind of the other side of this is also understanding that you can't do this for other people um it's an individual decision that everyone has to make no one can control somebody else's thoughts or feelings contrary to popular belief contrary to what we are taught we can't make other people feel any kind of way they get to do that with their thought just like us um nobody else can make us feel any kind of way we do that with our own thought and you may be like amber what no somebody could be like a total asshole like just a total jerk and like of course i'm gonna be upset or angry about that and it's just like you can be you can choose to be sometimes i'd be i choose to be angry and upset too but it's not what that person says or does that makes you upset it's you either believing them or making like what they said a bad thing like even um I don't know like <laughs> the analogy I just thought of is like there are like 36 different ways to say bitch so I could come up to my friend and be like hey bitch and um they make that mean like oh hey girl like this is just a greeting like how you doing or if I'd be like bitch like it's like oh my god she has something to tell me um like oh I'm ready for the tea like <laughs> excited like but if I'm like oh bitch like <laughs> it could be like damn is she ready to fight like what's up i need to be prepared so i'm a little bit anxious a little bit on edge and it's all about how you 
interpret that. Um, granted, certain people will just hear bitch and be like, oh, she has a problem with me. But that just goes to show it's not the actual words that's being said. It's what you're making them mean that elicits a certain response from you, <clears throat> whether that be um, emotionally or actionally. It's all it's all on what you make that mean. So the point of that is that we are all responsible for our own thoughts and feelings. <clears throat> so with that, I just want y'all to understand, honestly, how much power you really do have. And when you recognize that power and begin to hone it, especially working with a coach and someone who can help you identify your patterns, your triggers, and give you alternate ways of um, looking at things, giving you new perspectives to make you available to different thoughts and feelings in certain situations, you can really like, you can honestly blow the cap off the world. Like there's so much power in the ability to manage your emotional response and take emotional responsibility and like knowing how you can do that um and balancing the allowing and the creating it's really gosh like yeah it really is the keys to the universe um so if you would like to take this work a little deeper with me as your coach i have currently spots available in my one-on-one -on -one coaching program which is a six-month container where we talk every week for 50-minute sessions and you can bring anything to the table i am a general life coach meaning i can coach on anything family career relationships family drama you name it i got you and um, I also take the approach that focuses on pleasure and authenticity. So as we examine your life and what you bring up in coaching, we will always find ways together to get you back to the place where you are showing up as your most authentic self in every place that you enter and allowing yourself to truly know what you want and want what you want and go after what you want um, by prioritizing your own pleasure. Um, so together we can do that. There is a link in the show notes on how to set up a consult so we can see if we'd be a great fit to work together and I'd love to work with you. So go ahead, click that link. Um, and book a consult call for everyone else um well actually you know for everyone <laughs> my um socials are always open to communicate with me i'd love to hear from y'all and let me know what's going on in your life let me know what you want help with let me know what you want to hear on um upcoming podcasts like please you know reach out and um, I'd love to talk with you. Also, if you think um, anyone else would benefit from this podcast, 
go ahead and share it with them. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review. Um, but with that, as always, I love talking to y'all. I like just imagine like seeing people and talking to them, even though I'm just talking to me right now. But I see y'all, I feel y'all, and I love y'all. Um, so with that, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.